WKNC 88.1. This is a special edition of The Local Beat because it's a double feature. We've got Charlie Smarts and Zach Kokus in the studio to discuss their uh, upcoming show tonight. For Charlie, it's going to be an album release. Uh, It's actually a double album release show, which is kind of unheard of, but exciting to talk about with Heather Victoria. They both have albums that are coming out uh, and they are both like big mover shakers in the local music scene, especially within the hip hop and R&B subgroup of North Carolina Music. Very excited to have the chance to talk with them, and I hope you enjoy this interview. This is WKNC 88.1, The Local Beat. Uh, if y'all want to go ahead and give a quick uh, quick brief interview or overview, I apologize for the stuttering today, super weird, um, of who you are and exactly a little bit about the... Yo, yo, yo. Yo, okay. How odd that mic isn't on. Interesting. But we fixed it. We're live. Thank you for coming in today, Charlie. Like I said, if you could do a quick overview of who you are and uh, what the album title is, that would be fantastic. Word. Um, I'm Charlie Smarts from Greensboro originally. I'm in the group Cooley High. We, you know, NC State boys, we've been doing this thing for a minute. And I'm starting my solo journey. And the name of the album is We Had a Good Thing Going. And it's available everywhere you listen to music. And uh, yeah, tonight we're just going to celebrate that. It came out on Monday and it's it's doing well. So just really happy to share new music with y'all as uh you know do some solo stuff um and you've been receiving incredible critical acclaim since the album came out i know in particular indie week did a write-up about your album calling it a uh, valuable vulnerable solo debut from cooley high's charlie smarts uh they described the album as an artist at an intersection and that a lot mm. of the music you discuss is uh choices in your life and decisions that you've had to make which i guess relates to the title specifically mm. uh are you comfortable discussing that intersection that you found yourself at when writing this album yeah i mean a lot of times when i've made uh music with cooley high i just want to sound fly you know what i mean just tell you like just nothing but the highlights i'm hitting you with you know i'm getting money i'm you know, maybe date a couple girls, things mm-hmm. like that. But on this one, I decided to dig a little deeper and let you know about some of more of the struggles that I know that I have been through. And I live in New York now. I've been living in Brooklyn for a while and what brought me there and what experiences I've had there. And I just really wanted to strip down a lot of the uh, like it says vulnerable, like that's kind of let people in a little bit more than I have previously because I usually have my guard up a lot. And so on this mm-hmm. one. I let people and I open the door and let people come into the house and get to know me a little bit. So maybe maybe I need to do more of that. You know, sometimes it's, you know, because, you know, as a regular person, I'm like, yo, people don't probably want to hear these stories sometimes, you know, because I'm not, you know, selling drugs and I'm not shooting Glocks and I'm not, you know, whatever, whatever. So I'm just telling my story and it seems like people are gravitating to it. I think it's really interesting to use the word vulnerable when describing music like this because it takes a lot of courage and like personal strength to be able to reveal yourself to an audience in this way. Um, Do you think that the album is exclusively on that pathway or do you have other music that's feel good or more like aesthetically pleasing regard or as opposed to introspective? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not going to just jump off of what what I built as far as Cooley High and who I am as far as Charlie Smarts, like like Butter on My Biscuit is one of the songs I got, and that's just nothing but feel good. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's a slang term we use in the South for feeling, like, you know, that really that butters, just butters my... butters my biscuit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like a feel-good song. Like, I'm just talking my, you know, my stuff on that one. And, 
you know, it's just really nice that Heather like was willing to come because her album dropped late last year and she didn't have a album release party. So we came together. We was like, you know what? You got to bring it back. Yeah, let's do this together. And, you know, Jamla Records, Ninth Wonder Rhapsody, all of them are doing their thing. And, you know, to incorporate them in this show. And then I saw Zach cooking. Like I did a performance mm-hmm. here at NC State and somebody came down after we did it over at um what's the performance where they do the plays and stuff like that room rally little theater no what's the one on campus you did a show there what, what's is that it, is it reynolds coliseum stewart is stewart, the stewart, stewart theater yeah, yeah, yeah. stewart theater we I'm did not a show into drama <laughs> and uh they came down like some of the people in the crowd came down i was like yo you know zach i was like what very I was like cool zach that you have a support and then system. i just i just started researching them and i was like dang man i gotta do a show with this kid because they about to like they really got new raleigh like on on a whole nother wave and ace is the homie he's nasty too but mm-hmm. i'm gonna throw it off to zach because i know he's like re- he go to state right now and yes, he's he really does. really bubbling you know what i'm saying appreciate you thank you so much uh so tell me about yourself as an artist i know that you also have some upcoming releases which will be incredibly cool to feature at this show talk a little bit about them give the audience an insight yeah um so my name is zach Cocus. i go by my own name for my artist name and um i go to nc state and so I transferred here from an art school in Savannah, Georgia, but I'm born and raised in was Raleigh. Was it SCAD? Yeah, SCAD, nice. yeah. Classic. So yeah, I was like, the tuition was like, you know, a little. Yeah, I mean, it was out of state, so. Yeah, and it's it's a private school. It was running my, you know, my bills. And and like, I, I, I realized I really wanted to chase my dream with music. And mm-hmm. I was like, am I going to settle at freshman year? Like, that's just not me. So I, I left, went to Wake Tech for a little bit came over to state and um you know ever since then i've just been foot on the gas with the music and uh right now i have like two full-length projects under my belt mm-hmm. one's called out the blue produced by my brother cam Cocus, and then i got sio serious inquiries only and then i got young cac which is an ep i released uh like late last year very, very and then cool. i've got a project coming up soon it's a joint project with uh, Les the Genius, who is also an NC State student. And also, like I said earlier, making big waves in Raleigh music yes, and yes. North Carolina music in general. Uh, going to you specifically, though, talk to me about your creative process. You already have, like, as you said yourself, a ton of releases out already. If anyone Googles Zach Kokus, music videos and features come up. Um, like your own personal YouTube account, like your social media and things. So there's everything's out there. But if someone just wants it handed to them, uh, <laughs> tell me how you create your music. Well, I record everything in my room because that's just the best way I've found uh, to do it. And I- I'm alone. You know, that's not too popular. But for me, that's just how it works best um, is to be alone. You know, got your hands on. Do it all the way you want it. Yeah. 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 Pick a beat from YouTube or. From a pack of a Classic producer. Classic YouTube beats. Yeah, YouTube yep. beats, man. They, I mean. They're all reliable. You can- <laughs> They are. They're good. There's some great undiscovered producers on YouTube. And so. Just a couple clicks away. Exactly. Exactly. And so I'll do that. I'll send it over to an engineer to mix master. Um, most likely Rob, mm-hmm. who has a studio called Oak City Studios in Raleigh. And he's he's been going hard for Raleigh. Just like all the mixing mastering for a lot of local uh, rappers and musicians so you know then after that i'll get cover art and set it out to be, be released on distro kid and you know do everything uh myself and yeah. that's uh the best way i've found so far what's the most challenging part of the process for you 
Ooh, man. I mean, it's so complex being able to get a vision in your head out into the world, and there's like hurdles you got to get over. mm -hmm. So, what's your biggest one? I'll talk. I'll talk about two. One, Charlie mentioned earlier about vulnerability. I think when you're writing a song, that is one of the toughest things for me is to be more vulnerable, and I've been working on that, especially with the project I got coming out soon. Um. That's probably like the hardest thing to do, but as you practice, it, it gets easier. And and I just want to connect with the listeners, you know. And then, um, in terms of rollout, that's like that was one of promotion the hardest. Promotion is hard. Yeah, promotion was one of the hardest things for a while. Like, I would be dropping dropping music, dropping a project, like no rollout, and I was like, why why aren't people listening? You like, gotta lead up to it. Where where is everybody? I know, but it's like we have to learn that, and so now I think we've really got that. You know, let's take a second to promote some of your stuff. Then you just released a single. What's the title, um, and where can people find it? All right. So um, earlier solo single release was called Notorious. That's on all platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, and then um, a joint uh, a joint single that just came out called Bust Down with Les a Genius, and that's that came out like two weeks ago. That's on Spotify everywhere, and that's picking up. So both of those are some really good samples for my music. You know what? We're going to be playing some of your music later. I've got a Charlie Smart song uh, queued up really quick, and we mentioned it earlier. It's Butter on My Biscuits. I'm going to go ahead and play that one because I do believe we have a floater around the studio who's trying to come in. So let's take a moment to play this track, and we will be right back. Once again, this is WKNC 88.1. Charlie Smart's and Zach Kokus on The Local Beat. WKNC 88.1. That last song you heard was Butter on My Biscuit by Charlie Smarts. We're going to switch on over to uh, Zach Kokus, that single that we just talked about. It's notorious. So keep it locked and listen to this track. WKNC 88.1. We are on the local beat yet again. We've got another guest in the studio. I introduced the show earlier as a double feature, but now we're a triple header. We've got Les the Genius, um, who's not on the show that we're about to be promoting, but is also an incredible musician out in the triangle who is doing really cool things. Really quick, just because the purpose of this interview is to promote the double album release. Charlie, if you want to hop on the air real quick and just introduce the details to that show, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, we're going to be over at King's uh, King's Barcade down there. Tonight. Uh, yeah, tonight at King's, you know what I mean? show starts around like, you know, 8, you know what I'm saying? Doors open and looks looking like it's going to sell out. So the sooner you get there, the better, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, we got a crazy lineup. We got Zach Kokus. We got Ace Henderson. We got Draft and Swank from Jalen Records. We got myself got Heather Victoria and it's like all North Carolina artists that are doing their thing like everybody that you see or I just spoke of is like really has their own wave that's gaining momentum and then when we all come together like you know what I'm saying that's what is going to take everybody to a higher level collaborations whether it be you know shows or clothing or tracks or whatever like the more we collaborate the 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 higher we're going to take it cuz you seen last year was a big year for North Carolina music. You had Dreamville Fest, you had Dreamville Album, you had The Baby, you had Rhapsody, you had Lil Brother, you had YBN Corday. I know we kind of claim him, even though he's not from from here, but whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like five, of, like you could say it was like five of the top 10 albums in that genre in the world, and they could be from North Carolina. So, mm-hmm. you know, we really got something down here, and if you want to see closely to what's popping before it pops, and you got to pay, I don't know, $50 to come see it, 
you know, you should like, you know, maybe it's not think $50 about it. to get in the show. Tonight. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it, it costs. But like, you know, what I mean, like it's it's very it's pennies compared to what is, you know, what I'm saying what could it's be. worth. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, just think about it. You know, what I mean, see the rollout. Go to our Instagrams. You already I mean, if you know, you know, and if you don't know, get to know. You know, I got one more specific question for you. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you're now living in Brooklyn, out in New York. Yeah. What was the purpose of doing this album release show in North Carolina, despite the fact that you'd moved out? I mean, this is where this is where home is, and this is where people know me. Like, I've been doing shows out here ever since I went to college. Like, we used to just throw parties. Mm -hmm. Like, I made a uh, organization on campus. We throw parties. We just did hip hop. We did like graffiti, break dancing, freestyling, that whole thing. And like, I never forget where I came from. You know what I mean? It's the place that made me, the place that like raised me. So. If I'm doing an album release, I'm going to do one down here. I'm probably going to do one in Brooklyn, too. I've been up there for a while. But, you know, the first one got to be where it all started at. You know what I'm saying? With people that I recognize and see as upcoming and already established great artists. You know, so I just want to surround myself with great artists where I'm from. So, you know, when I come back, you know, they're going to ask me to open up for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When they pop. And so, you know, it's just, you know. I just got to do it because I never forget where I came from. Now, this is a question that anybody can answer. Um, Charlie talked on it uh, in a like shorter version, but uh, why do you think North Carolina is so influential in the music industry currently? Like Charlie said, there's a bunch of artists, particularly my hometown, Charlotte, is repping to baby hard right now. What makes the North Carolina music industry such a force to be reckoned with or so... I don't know. It's just like constantly putting out music that people care about right now. Why do you think that's happening? I think like the biggest thing about North Carolina is it's kind of like a melting pot of so many different cultures. Mm -hmm. It's like although we have our own distinct sound and our own distinct influences, we also get a lot of things from other places and we just make it even better. So it's like having this new breath of fresh air into the music industry. All of our artists that are coming in sound different. And they have their own distinct style. Like, you could tell when the baby's on a record. Yeah. You could tell when Rhapsody's on a record. You definitely could tell when Cole's on a record. So it's like they just bring their own sauce and something that the game has been missing for a while. And now they're finding it in North Carolina. Uh, you know, and I should mention, that was Les the Genius speaking. I did mention that he's in the studio right now, but didn't give him a chance to introduce yourself. So thank you for the answer to <laughs> no that problem. one. Zach, do you have any commentary that you want to add to that question? He answered it really well. Like, a lot of things I would say is, like, North Carolina's got a lot of untapped sounds. And I feel like, I mean, it, it's just now hitting the mainstream or it's just now getting into the public's eye. And... I'm just excited to see where it goes, and, and I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for the ride. How do you think your individual sounds fit into the grand scheme of North Carolina music? How do you blend, and how do you differentiate yourselves? Uh, the way I blend is, you know, I use, for the most part, like samples and uh, the kind of the pathway that Ninth Wonder, Little Brother, and Jamla Records, and, you know, Foreign Exchange, and Groups like that have set, I kind of am in that type of lane, but I always try to use updated flows. Like the flows and the game changes so frequently, so I try to keep updated flows. Like, you know, any flow that I've heard or any flow that I come up with, like I can do it. Like I can just put words to it. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, you know, the soundscape is usually a sample-based soundscape with the hard hitting boom bap drums that's kind of where i'm at with mine and then the voice like you know what i mean i try to sing a little hook or something you know what i mean people know me for my hooks probably more 
in some of my verses, but you know, I just try to come with uh witty witty bars and hooks. Like that's that's really where I'm at. That's where where I fit in. Anybody else in that question? Well, you might need to run it back one more time. Is that a is long totally question. fine. Uh, people are tuning in at all times, so I have no problem repeating questions. It was, how do you fit within the grand scheme of North Carolina music, and also how do you differentiate yourself? <clears throat> all right. Um, I fit in basically like I will. Well, first of all, I grew up listening to Cole. I mean, that's that's a big reason of how I can fit in with the North Carolina music scape. Is, he put is, North Carolina on the map. I know. In and, terms and, of music. Oh, yeah. And just like listening to his flows and you know, adapting those and he's he's a big inspiration for flows um he's also a big inspiration for as charlie said earlier like never forgetting where you came from yeah. like he's played music everywhere you can imagine but dreamville was entirely stacked with mm -hmm. uh north carolina musicians and he has like the dreamville foundation and he's trying to renovate uh, renovate fayetteville to like give back to single mothers that remind him of his own childhood. He's truly like an incredible man and musician. So totally a little agree. quick J. Cole shout out. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. Les, what do you think? Uh, for me, I'd say about the same. Uh, I try to just uh, have like a deep focus on lyricism because the South always has a lot of things to say and that's what makes us stand out the most is our message and just the cadences and everything is different and it's just like a different tone in the voice and things that we talk about. So I'd like to keep that alive. And I also have like a big church and like jazz and blues influence in my music. And I like to keep that alive because it just brings the soul out. It makes people uh, connect with what you're saying in the music way differently. So that's a big influence for me um, coming from the South. You know, let's give the audience uh, a little example. See if they can find some compare and contrast between each of y'all's music. I'm going to play another Charlie Smart song. Once again, don't forget that there is uh, the album release show happening at King's tonight. Um, I'll also play a Zach Kokas song. And Les, if you want to send me some music, we'll get that in rotation as well. We got to play the legendary Rollywood Hills, obviously featuring another North Carolinian, uh, specifically Raleigh rapper. His name is Sonny Miles. We play a lot of his stuff. Um, and we will be right back after that little show and tell of music. This is WKNC 88.1. WKNC 88.1. You just heard two songs, actually. The first one was All My Love by Charlie Smarts, and the second being Never Felt by Heather Victoria. Once again, the show at King's tonight is going to be double headlined by Charlie Smarts and Heather Victoria, who are going to be doing essentially album release shows for Heather's previously released album and Charlie Smarts' album that just came out this past Monday. Uh, Heather Victoria has once again been making a name for herself. Uh, and I'm going to quote something from Indie Week just to give you a little snippet of uh, who she is because she cannot be here to uh, self-represent. Uh, Indie Week claimed that with the release of Boutique Hill, uh, Hotel on Jamal Records, the Wilson-bred triangle-based artist Heather Victoria has earned herself a seat at the proverbial R&B table. Uh, they called Boutique Hotel uh, the culmination of Victoria hanging onto and living in her own career ambitions, arriving at a point where she feels comfortable vocalizing her own heartbreaks and joys. Um, because Charlie Smarts will be double headlining with her, I've asked him to share a little bit of his insight onto Heather Victoria as an artist, how he discovered her, and why he likes her music. Well, um, Ninth Wonder and Jamla Records discovered her, and I, you know, I kick it with them. You know, what I mean, they're homies. So 
I, I come in and out of Bright Lady, you know, Crisis, Kashif, Tia. Shout out to everybody over at Jamla Records doing their thing, the whole staff. And, uh, you know, they, they kind of let me come in and out of there because, you know, we've been knowing each other for over a decade. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like family. And Heather is part of the family. Like, she's been with Jamla Records for so long. And she's released some material with them. But this is like she took it to a whole nother level with this Boutique Hotel album. You know what I mean? Like the songs, the rollout. Everything is just, you know, upgraded and updated. And she's really taking it to another level. Me and her have talked over the years several times about, you know, working together. We haven't really done songs together like that. But I figured, like, this was the perfect opportunity for us to work together. You know what I mean? There's different ways to collaborate than just on a song. And we collaborated for this show. And, you know, it's just really beautiful the way the rollout has been you know from ruben rodriguez who did the uh photos uh, excuse me did the the flyers that everybody's been talking about swank and draft they're two artists that are on the bill as well help handle the videos um eight bit help handle some of the photography um you know it's been everybody coming together and heather really helped make all this happen and you know shouts to her and everything that's going on and you know don't don't just listen on the radio you guys just go go follow these people go follow heather victoria go follow zach Cocas. go follow me uh charlie smarts because you know what i mean we're really trying to put on for the state and the only way we can do that is with you know your love and support so we always have something to come back to um and you know feel free to go ahead and shout out your own social media just so they know exactly where it would be yeah you can find me at charlie c-h-a-r-l-i-e space smarts or underscore smarts and that's on everything charlie underscore smarts on everything like instagram facebook like whatever you use do people use facebook anymore i don't even know if you use it yeah anymore. people use still facebook people, yeah, yeah. people still use facebook that. events are real it, big grandmas mm-hmm. other people other than grandmas use all right that's what's up so like Whatever you use, I don't know. It, it ain't Charlie Smarts on Tinder, though. So, like, that's one. You can't find me on Tinder. But other than that, like, <laughs> Too you can find me Charlie Space Smarts. Regular spelling. Like, just, you know, look me up. Spotify, whatever. Instagram, whatever. You know what I mean? Or not. You know what I'm saying? It's up to you. But if you don't follow us, the people that's making this culture, you're going to miss out. Because, you know, sometimes stuff in the area can get broed out and basic. You know what I'm saying, Raleigh? You feel me, right, Raleigh? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get broed out and basic out here. You want to be away from that, too. You need to come to both sides of the fence, Raleigh. Get this culture before you, you don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Powers that be, I don't know if they want you to see as much culture as we trying to put out. You know what I mean? So come through, represent, and spread love and need more like business owners, more cool spots where we can do this culture thing. You know, we're trying to spread this, and we're already known for the music, we just need more more avenues to share it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we like there ain't no like comment lounge. Y'all don't even remember comment lounge. People used to do battle raps and and open mics. They ain't here no more. Ain't no like hole in the wall spots where we can just try out our stuff. You know what I'm saying? To get right on stage. Shout out to Emerge is is coming as one of those they spots where you can do that. that. You know what I mean? So you know we need more spots putting out culture, which is what we're doing. You know, we're spreading this North Carolina music culture because the whole world is watching. The whole world is listening. So we at least got to do the same thing here. Shout out to Heather Victoria, Jam Records, Draft and Swank, Zach Cocas, Ace Henderson on the way too. Because we're just like, you're looking at the forefront right now. Uh, and actually, that's a perfect segue into the whole world watching. The next song we're going to be playing is Rollywood Hills by Les the Genius featuring Sonny Miles. Uh, this song got particularly... Uh, 
particular attention on a national level because, you know, Barack Obama gave uh, listed that song in his 2019 musical rundown, which was not only incredible for the artists for them, uh, themselves, but also for North Carolina as a state. Uh, and, you know, Raleigh specifically, because it is Raleigh Wood Hills, the song title. So we're going to go ahead and play that song and give you a little taste of, as Charlie said, the forefront of NC music, WKNC 88.1. WKNC 88.1. I want to take a quick moment. Ace Henderson is on his way, so I'm going to be playing some more music until he gets here um, just to, like, give us a quick air break before we go back to talking. But, you know, I have to I have to mention this. In two weeks is WKNC's biggest event of the year. It's called Double Barrel Benefit. It's our 17th annual production of this uh, fundraiser and showcase, and I can guarantee it will be the best one we've done yet. Uh, night one is going to be a lot of Raleigh hip-hop artists headlined by Pat Jr. Podcast with him coming out soon. You may have already heard the interview that was on HD2 a couple days ago. Uh, and supported by by two incredible, uh, primarily NC State musicians, Dotwave Media and King Juno. Gino. I apologize for that if he's listening. King Gino. Um, and they are going to bring the house down. The night's going to start with a political punk band, Vacant Company. And then night two, uh, two weeks from today, actually, because it's going to be that Saturday night, is headlined by Truth Club, also composed of NC State alumni. Junior astronomers coming all the way from Charlotte, but, you know, they're not, they're no strangers to Raleigh. They are incredible. Black Surfer and Debt will also be on that. That lineup. Uh, it's going to be at King's February 7th and 8th. You can buy your tickets online or at the door, and all of the funds are going to be going towards uh, WKNC. So please come on out to that. But you know, if you're bored tonight, there's another event going on at King's that we've been mentioning a lot. That's Charlie Smarts and Heather Victoria double album release, supported by Ace Henderson, Draft and Swank, and Zach Kokus, who is in the studio with us today. I'm going to be playing another song by Les the Genius real quick while we're waiting for S, uh, Ace to arrive, because so, we have so much to talk about. Uh, his experience as a musical artist um, but there is a lot going on in Raleigh right now so please go support local music uh, and support your favorite college radio station you know I've given you no reason not to so uh, <laughs> keep it locked WKNC 88.1 WKNC 88.1. Ace Henderson is already ruining things. <laughs> Not following rules. It is A-OK, -okay, though. Uh, this is the local beat. We have been talking with Charlie Smarts, Zach Kokus, Les the Genius, and as I've been talking about on air, Ace Henderson is now in studio. You just heard the song Somerset uh, off of a single release called Wine and Dine that he put out uh, in 2019. Uh, so we're here to talk about his artistry because he is also going on, uh, to be on this double feature album release this, uh, I was going to say this Saturday, but it's literally tonight. Uh, Ace, at what point are you playing tonight? What's your set time? Um, I believe I start at 10, if I remember correctly. Kind of a late show. It's like Doors at 8, Show at 9, right? Yeah, for the most part. But I don't really go to shows too often, so I have my gauge of like what's early and late is terrible. That's kind of <laughs> late. That's a little late. But Kings, you know, keeps it going late into the night, so that is A-OK. -okay. What can someone expect from a live performance that you do? Um, truth. Truth? Yeah. It's one of the rare moments that, you know, you kind of have where your music can actually stand on its own. So I try not to, like, oversell anything. I'm like, I just got my stuff. I'm with my friends. Like, yeah, yeah, you're either yeah. going to like it or you're going to leave. Either way, you already paid your money. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. That's another piece of truth right there. Um, I'm, 
<laughs> uh, are, do you use a live band or do you have pre-recorded uh, music that a DJ plays? Um, like it varies depending on um, the environment or what we have going on. So right now I'm actually trying. Out, I've been trying out a couple of records from my like first full-length album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it doesn't help to kind of you know do stuff with a band if you're not even finished with the record yet. Yeah. So. I try to, you know, I try to balance it out. So sometimes when I have a good batch of records I'm really feeling good about, I'll get out with some of the friends and we'll do a live set. But for, you know, for now, I can, maybe for the next couple of months, I'll just be doing just pretty much what I want to finish up, you know, just to see if people like it. And that works perfectly with what we've been talking about today. Everyone on the lineup has either recently released music or is in the process of doing so coming right. out really soon. Uh, so when is your next release going to be? Um, Our next release is... February 7th. That is 13 days away. Holy Quick smoke. math. I know, I know. That's pretty much been the story of like everything. I think we hit a pretty good uh, productivity point with producing stuff and writing records maybe like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And um, the guys were like, yo, you should probably put something up for the first <laughs> album. And I'm like, I'm not that kind of a person. I'm like, I either give you what's going to be finished or I'm just giving you like a straight impulse. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Th- I don't know. Th- I don't know that in between. So they were like, you got to do something. And then we... What changed a year and a half ago that like got you in that sweet spot? Um, I'll be honest, I don't really know. That's okay. That <laughs> I is... don't really know. I just know I was I was summoned to a garage. I was trapped summoned. down there. <laughs> I was trapped in there, and then all the next thing I knew it was like June, July. It's like a hundred degrees, and we're cranking out like three or four records cranking a day. Cranking out the heat. Yeah. In the heat. <laughs> um, Hopefully. What's your creative process like? How do you write music? What is a completed track to you? Like, what's something that you're proud of? Well, completed, that's um, that's subjective, I think, right? It depends. It yeah, depends. feel free to answer this question or any of my questions however you want. I try my best. I try to be straightforward. Um, With my process, it, it really depends. Um, We were actually we were just in L.A., so, like, a big part of our process was, like, we just went out to eat. <laughs> like, like eat good, went out to and then eat. you'll feel good yeah <laughs> we went out to eat and then we came back and we sat you know we sat down and then we were just like just joking and just you know just cutting up for a little bit and then records came on and you know there's these really like you know hopefully less than zach know like there's moments in the studio where like a record will come on and you'll have an idea and the next person has an idea and for some reason you know in the ether like all the ideas just yeah. happen to string together it's like not too much thought yeah, yeah that's yeah. my favorite part of the process but um, people the, try so hard to like recreate that. Like, you hear stories all the time of people going like, "I wanted to create a project with all these people because yeah. they're incredible artists." Right. But like, sometimes you just don't like click like that. And like, artistry is subjective. When you find people you work well with, the output will be good. For sure. Yeah. yeah for sure. I do a lot of my own. You know, I do a lot of my work in like just isolation. So this that is, is exactly really what Zach said earlier. So like, dude, you know, this is a really big, big step for me to like actually have a community of people that I either respect and want to work with, mm-hmm. or even if I respect, like, yo, we we don't work, but your stuff is tight. Like, I'm a fan. Like, it's it's not really happened like that. You know, I, you know, at this level before. Yeah, yeah. Here, so I'm grateful. Um, non-music question: What's the best meal you ate in LA? Mm, all right, so it might be Italian. There was this, um, like this hood. This is like what? Oh, the Italian spot was good too. All right, so I'll give you, I'll give okay. you the best three. Okay, so okay. N- number one had to be this waffle spot we went to. It was like sixties, like seventies kind of diner style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, off of Melrose. That, it was so tight. Um, Melrose Boulevard is like iconic. It's got to be good out there. Man, and then after that, I think um, second is gonna be Dino's. It was this little hood spice, like Peru. Oh, what Koreatown? It was like it's Peruvian chicken. Nice. I don't know if you ever. I think we have a couple spots like that. Out yeah, here. I've had Peruvian before, but I can't claim to be well versed. 
It's yeah. all good. It's all good. And I think the final, like the third, might have been. Uh, we went to. Oh my goodness! I just thought about the chicken. The um the the Chinese spot. Okay. Sounds like you were eating good and eating no, a lot. No, see the thing is, like I I was honestly a little sad most of the trip because I kept picking bad stuff. So the first night we went to <laughs> we went to In and Out because it was the only night was open that was not good. I have never been to In and Out. Don't go. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've also, what's the <laughs> you other? Can, like, go buy the clothes and stickers and stuff. <laughs> what's <laughs> the other classic burger place? It's like In and Out and then Shake Shack. S- the Shake Shack maybe. No, no, not Shake. It might be Fat Burger. I don't know. It's like um. I might be thinking like White Castle or something. Oh, White Castle, that's a northern thing. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm from. I grew up on White Castle. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Canada originally. Where? Oh, yeah. my goodness. I was out near there. I was um near Vic. Your eyes just lit up. I love when that happens. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I, um, I was in Seattle for a little bit. I used to live in Seattle. What, what, oh, yeah, so I was like in Seattle, Northern. kind of uh, near Tequila. Literally, yes. I grew up in uh, Issaquah. What? Yeah. Issaquah is so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I was lived there for on a, a week. Cougar so Mountain. Cool. Yeah. Yo, that's so that's so fine. Washington is a beautiful Washington place. Washington is beautiful. Yeah. So y'all got to go. Yeah. <laughs> You're missing out. Everybody, You're missing I out. Everybody I got family out there. I've been there. Oh, okay. So you already know the vibe. Yeah. Why did you, you know what, no one, that's <laughs> off air. I worry you know what? We that. shouldn't have assumed. You know what they say about that. Mm-hmm. You know what? I can actually say that. It makes an ass out of you and me. Hey. hey. But see, if you would have added a hole, then we couldn't have said it. Mm-mm, we cannot. But you see, we waited until the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you just got to give it that that little break but anyways bringing it back to the show um i guess you know you've got your uh your fellow performers here in the room so this might be a little bit of a, a loaded question but do mm. you have an act on the lineup that you're most excited to see or something zach, zach? Be real. Yeah, yeah? yeah i see I, i've performed with charlie a couple times i think i did a um i think i did a, a festival and swank actually was like in either the same day or something like that so i've seen him and um, I I haven't seen Heather. But, I mean, so of course I you know I want to see new music. Yeah, but, but she's been working with uh, John Le Records since like 2010. So she's yeah, a seasoned professional. I was very far. I was in middle that. school, dude. I feel no, nah, not that old. That yeah, old. no, I graduated high school in 2017. Oh, that's nice. That's not that too bad. That's that's, that's, why, bad. that's why he's not mic'd up. I'm that's young. <laughs> 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 don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything happening. No, this no, shit. I'm little, little. Me too, me too. I graduated 2017. Okay, yeah. Well, you and I are both still in school, so it, mm. it like it works out. I feel old now. I graduated no, in 2012. No. <laughs> My boyfriend well, okay. graduated I mean, 2014. Spiritually, I graduated in 2010. Physically, I graduated in 12. Mm-hmm. Like, and then everything else. Spiritually. I'm moving up, moving out in the world. Yeah, all of my friends have been older, like, all of my friends have always been older. I don't know why, but. Speaking of moving up, moving out, do you oh. have a, a project that you're most proud of? Um, or a song, or a collaboration, or <laughs> or some sort of like uh, like musical success, a show that you did, any particular memory. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, See how I brought that back in. Holy smokes! I'll, you know what? I'll be completely like completely transparent. I'll say like my favorite uh, moment probably has been like the last two or so years. Like there was a point where I was like, "That's not a moment, dude. That's like two years." <laughs> I mean, but it happened so quickly. Like I, I'm, yeah. There's points where I like we went we were on the road, and I'm like, "Yo, a year ago I was on a farm." Mm-hmm. Two years ago, I had no idea what I was about to do, and then like before then, you know, you have these ideas as an artist, what you want to do, how things should be, and they were happening. But if you're not prepared for the blessings that you're like you praying for, it's useless. Mm-hmm. You're just another person in the room doing whatever. And I felt like that at one point. Mm-hmm. It was after a show, and I was like, man, I don't know. Like I know I really want to do this, but 
if it's not communicating, what am I missing? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Quite literally had a trip. The next day, I go to New York. I make Runaway, which is actually one of my least favorite songs. I hmm. hate that song. I hate performing it. Just because, like... But you got to do it. If that's it what like they want. Things, like, uh, sometimes, like, I make music, and it'll be, like, super cathartic, and I keep it for myself. Not yeah. in a selfish way, but it's just, like, uh, until I figure out how to, you know, put these words how I think they should go, Yeah. I'm going to keep it. I have the idea. And for whatever reason, the engineer's like, yo, we got to put it out. Song comes out. And that was one of the one moments where I was like, yo, I've, I know I can do anything. Yeah. I know I can do anything. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I have to do everything. And the classic and quote I, I is, uh, you can do anything, but not everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like the last two years or so, I mean, it takes a lot of confidence to do, to understand and like embrace that less is more. So just trying to figure that out. That's yeah. my, that's one thing I'm most proud of. Now, this is one question that I asked Les and Zach and Charlie earlier. Uh, we talked a lot. I don't know if you had the the absolute chance to listen to the interview. Honestly, we've been hitting some topics for the last hour and a half. See, I was I was fishing, and then I met up with them, and then no I excuses. had to get food. And then no, 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 no excuses. <laughs> no, we've been hitting some topics uh, regarding like the 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 prominence of North Carolina music, like in the industry right now. Um, just like the incredible artistry that's coming out of our state and especially Raleigh. You know, we've got like legendary Les the Genius in studio featured on yeah. Obama's 2019 rundown. Also shout out to Sonny Miles and Jackson Free. Yeah, shout I, to Sonny. I specifically did not mention Jackson Free earlier and that was my mistake. He is also featured on Raleighwood Hills and deserves just as much credit as the other two. So that's on me. Raleighwood Hills by Les the Genius featuring Jackson Free and Sonny Miles. Gotta say that. Gotta give credit where it's due. But the question that I have for you that I asked all the others earlier is, uh, where do you fit in in North Carolina music? What is what makes you similar? How do you fit? And how do you differentiate yourself from other artists? Which... Big question. Well, shucks. I'm just, I mean, I'm grateful good. to just be like, you know, included in the list. Like. I don't even know how to explain any of this stuff that's been going Charlie on. Charlie called you one of the forerunners of North Carolina music right now. That's crazy because I just really be in the middle of the country doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if I'm not in the country, I'm, like, in the garage. And if I'm not in the garage, I am back in the country. I mean, you can interpret this however you want, but, like, wherever you're working works for you. I mean, think about Frank Ocean who, like, <laughs> dropped off the face of the planet and then comes out with music, like, and then returns to his dungeon wherever he is. So, True. like, if you're in the middle of the country or in a garage, and that's what makes you product productive, I ain't got nothing to say. Yeah. I appreciate that, but you know, I mean, I guess to answer, you know, the the question more, you know, pragmatically, it's like I don't really know. I I think that um, where you want when you have a goal, and you want to go somewhere, mm -hmm. you focus too hard on it, you just completely overshoot it or you miss it. You just it just doesn't make any sense anymore. Now you're yeah. like, once you get there, you're like, okay, so now what? Now I don't really yeah. like having to ask the now what. I'd rather just be, you know, going with the flow. So if yeah, that yeah, means yeah. I'm at the back of the pack, that means I got a lot of work to do. If I'm at the front, I still got the same amount of work to do because mm -hmm. number, you know, number 30 is not too far from one. So. Yeah. Um, I guess this is a question that could be answered by anyone. What goals do you have for yourself and your artistry going into 2020? Because we've barely started the year, so there's a lot of big things coming up. We mentioned that Zach and Les are both doing like a collab project coming out soon. Zach's got music coming out. The double feature album release is coming out tonight. There is stuff always happening, but uh, stuff that hasn't been done yet. What are you excited for? Well, first and foremost, I'm excited for this project that we got uh, to come out because it's something we worked on during finals week that just really mm -hmm. just happened. It was just us blowing steam 
uh, in in my room where we record. And I think something crazy just came out of it. And kind of uh, reflects on what um, Ace was saying, just like when everyone in the ether just lines up. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, it, when I was hearing him say that, it's exactly what I thought of. Um, and that's just an artist thing for sure. Like that's something we all experience. Um, and for the longest time, it's just been on our ears, you know, me and Les. So to share everything, you know, our first single that we dropped was more of like a fun, fun song called Bust Down. And that hit like immediately. And it was just like, that was our first single. So we were just, I'm just really excited to see where it takes us and uh, how it does and how it's perceived. I just want people to connect with it. For me, it's more of just topping myself. Like, that's just the goal every time is like. If I do this today, I'm always blessed and I'm thankful that I reached this position. But it's also we're going to see how we can get better than ourselves. Not really looking at what everybody else is doing. Yeah. But as long as progress is made, then I'm happy. So I don't know. It's like everything goes day by day for us like now. So it's like we're not really sure what's going to happen tomorrow or next week. But just hopefully like it's just moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we've we've learned to just go with the flow. And obviously like it's hard not to see people as competition, but... You, like as an artist or for for any artist listening you need to i mean focusing on yourself more and just bettering yourself and just beating yourself like Les said topping yourself that's the best way to grow as an artist and to reach your dreams and and reach those heights you're trying to get to i mean that helps everybody else out if you're yeah. like if you're not trying to be in the gym and get better like even the perceived competition that you have is not going to get better yeah you know like you can't get better just playing the wild. I think a lot of people think of competition as like linear in the sense that like you've got like first to last and it's in a line, but like really it's more of like a, like a web or a circle or something. And someone may be taking up more space than others or doing something that's more prominent than others. But competition is still inspiration. Oh yeah. And you really got to use it as like, how can I see what they're, they're doing and then do the most because of that, you know? And, and also like Nip said, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And that's like something I always got to remind myself, and I'm sure like you all do too, because you see. Oh, I don't. I, you'll, you'll see. You'll <laughs> see <laughs> I really don't. You'll see people. You'll see people reach these spots, and and you may feel like ah, oh, like that's cool. I want to be there now or whatever. But it's like your time will come, and you just gotta keep your head in the game and stay focused and yeah and you'll get there you know keep your goals in your sight yeah uh let's transition on over we've been holding off on playing ace henderson's music until he was in the studio i'm gonna play father's day real quick and we've already heard (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to hear it we don't want to play it we're just gonna play rollywood hills three more times how about that (laughs) no this is uh this is father's day coming up on the local b wknc 88.1 keep it locked you're gonna be on air for just a little bit longer kind of an abrupt ending right there but you know what can you say when you're doing a, a quick mix uh that was buoys by dot wave media super stoked to have them play double barrel benefit they're going to be playing the friday night uh night one uh being supported by vacant company and king gino and then uh supporting themselves uh the headliner pat jr uh it's going to be an incredible show i know that myself and my staff have worked really hard to put it together and then night two once again is going to be debt black surfer junior astronomers and truth club all legendary north carolina of musicians spanning a variety of genres uh, and all of the proceeds go towards the radio station so you know come one come all support college rock because uh the rock do not stop when we've got free media that'll be at king's february 
August 7th and 8th, and tickets are already on sale online or at the door. I'm going to play in a song up next by, called Smooth Criminal by Zach Kokus, Les the Genius, and Sonny Miles. Sonny has done a lot of work with WKNC and is also in Dot Wave Media, so this is a perfect segue. Uh, we're going to play this unreleased track, so... Keep your uh, keep your ears open, because if you hear this, or if you don't, it might be a while until you get to hear it again. So appreciate it now while you got it. This is WKNC 88.1. WKNC 88.1. This is the last time you're going to hear uh, from us for the rest of the day. I know, very sad, but we've been putting out a lot of rally hip-hop today. So, you know, if you missed it, it'll come out as a podcast and you can check it out later. Um, I am so excited to have had Ace Henderson, Les the Genius, Zach Kokos, and uh, Charlie Smarts in studio today talking all about themselves and their musical journey. But ultimately, this session was set up for a primary purpose being the show tonight uh, that Charlie Smarts and Heather Victoria are headlining as a double album release. Um, Ace, you want to go ahead and give a couple more details about that show? Um, it is tonight at King's, well, it used to be Barcades, it's King's now, 14 West Martin Street, above Neptune's and Garland. It's going to be myself, um, Zach Kokas, Les the Genius, some other special guests. Um, celebrating Charlie Smarts and Heather Victoria's double album release. I think I got it, right? Yeah, you Maybe. did. Yeah, I yeah. cannot remember the day. We and Draft and Swank from oh. Jamma. Draft and Swank. Y'all said I got it right, then said, oh, no, you forgot that. Oh, I don't know words. the details. <laughs> it just popped in my mind right there. You know what? Good thing you got it. They are just as important. Um, but like they said, you know, it's tonight, Kings, January uh, 25th. Doors at 8, show at 9. Uh, make sure to bring your wallet. It's not a free show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let the audience know where to connect with you on social media so they can follow y'all, your musical journeys, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, so that's Instagram. I got at Z-A-C-K-C-O-K-A-S, Zach Kokus, and then Twitter uh, at Z-A-C-K-C-O-K-A-S, 919. Uh, everywhere, Les the Genius, L-E-S the Genius. So, yeah, anywhere. How do you spell that? Um, T-H-E-G-E-N-I-U-S. Thought it was the genius. No, not the genius. The genius. And um, mine is just Ace Henny everywhere. Or if you just you know see me at your local Home Depot, just say what's up. (laughs) And you can keep up with WKNC and all that we do uh, at WKNC eight eight one. We promote a lot of shows, whether it's stuff that we do or stuff that's happening in the local scene. Uh, We are a great way to keep up with uh, local creatives, and I highly recommend that you check us out. This has been The Local Beat. We uh, First time back in a little while since a winter break, and then double barrel planning has kind of taken away my time. Very excited to have done such a great segment today after being off for a little while. Once again, this has been The Local Beat on WKNC 88.1. That show tonight is happening at King's. You don't want to miss it, and clearly we've given you a ton of reasons why. Uh, and we'll catch you next week. We got a lot of stuff going on. So keep it locked. We got a lot of music going on today. Thank you for tuning in.